0: So let's say you're getting married and you're going through all the uh, episodes of uh, what you do at a marriage. And it's in India. So they do a thing called the Jamila. And that's exchanging of the garlands by the bride and the groom. And then the would-be bride collapses. And the doctor says, yeah, she had a heart attack and that's why she's dead. So she's in another room And they say, hey, uh, you know, why don't you just go ahead and marry her sister? (laughs) And the groom says, you know, that's a pretty good idea. So they do. So while the bride is laying, or the would-be bride, the original would-be bride, is, uh, you know, lying in another room dead, (laughs) the younger sister marries the groom that she was going to (laughs) marry that is awesome now this happened in india and a majority of their marriages i guess are arranged and they you know it's likely according to this story that the family members arranged for the sister to marry the groom because they wanted to keep it in the family so don't worry about it So I love it. What happened to the bride? Yeah, she's dead in the other room, but we're marrying off her sister. So enjoy it. Will you? I now pronounce you husband and wife. Now, will somebody get rid of the other sister? She's laying in the other room dead. <laughs> oh, just a good times on the planet earth. Good times on the planet earth. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Well, as long as we're talking about weddings, remember the uh, Kastakistani bodybuilder who wed his sex doll? You know, after their whirlwind romance. He has now claimed on a UK dating show that he's open to dating a real human being right now. I mean, he's open to it. Oh. Uh, okay, you mean you, you're okay with having a relationship with a human being? Yeah. Yeah, I, I am. Whether it's a he or a she. Whatever it would be. <laughs> he is a self-professed pansexual. He apparently can love anything from an image to a soul. Huh. So that Special, but the one thing that is important is that the real person, like his dolls too. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Now he's divorced Margot, the first doll, so he could take up with two plastic playmates, Luna and Lola. Now, he admitted to cheating on Margot with a strange object and a supermarket chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. Now, remember in March, he introduced uh, Margot's replacement. And uh, I identify her as a massive chicken. Adding that his inflatable lover's navel has depth and can be used the way you might think of using it. And so the fitness guru freak uh, wants to add a male doll and even though, you know, come on, uh, you know, he wants to have a wedding, a male doll and Luna at the same time, of course. And I want to do the ceremony of life and freedom similar to a wedding, but not really a wedding. So congratulations to What's his name? Uh, Yuri Tolokcho. Uh, Yuri, congratulations. And uh, man, do I hope you, uh, wish you nothing but the best. And I hope you find all the love you're looking for from either a doll that looks like a female, or a doll that looks like a male, or a uh, human that is a male or a female or what the hell, a chicken, whatever, whatever you need, whenever you need it, I hope you find it. All right, let's move on. For those of you listening live on the uh, 7th of June, 2021, welcome. Uh, you see the fight last night. I don't know if you, uh, you know, paid 50 bucks to showtime to watch Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul. That was the, the main event. There were uh, you know several undercards as well, but it was uh, it was fifty bucks, and uh, for the most part. Now originally it was going to be on FAMEO, and it was twenty five bucks. My son first day twenty five. We're in we and so we were in with uh, through the FAMEO app for twenty five bucks. So was it worth twenty yeah. five? Yeah, it was worth twenty five because we all you know were in the living room watching the event. So it was worth it. It was worth that for the entertainment value. But, uh, I went under 50. Ooh, no, 50 is pushing it. Now I will say that, uh, we didn't have any problems. We had logged in through Fameo and just, you know, shouted up to the TV and, uh, we're fine. We watched the whole thing. No problem. A couple of, uh, small, uh, dragging loading issues throughout the night. Rare. Uh, that was it. It was perfect. Uh, apparently the, um, Showtime app was having a few problems. So if you bought in and you couldn't get on, Showtime was going to give you a refund. That's got to hurt a little. I wonder who gets hurt for that because Floyd and Logan have deals for getting a cut of the pay-per-view money. So if Showtime was having problems getting people logged in and have to give refunds, Uh, They better be responsible for that, right? I mean, Floyd and Logan are going to want their money. If I were them, I would want my money. I would want my cut. It wasn't their fault that you couldn't handle the load. Whoever screwed that up, uh, good luck being employed today. And if you are, you know, it better be somebody else's fault. (laughs) Now, you know, I, I thought Mayweather won the fight. Obviously, it was, you know, an exhibition and there wasn't any points, and you know you had to, you know, they were knockouts were going to be okay, obviously, and uh, you know the ref could, uh, you know, stand you out with a technical knockout, but you know that's it. So you know I thought Floyd won. He got a lot more hits in. If you look at the, you look at the shock value. There's one conspiracy that says Floyd did knock out Logan, and the clip that they have for that you know, does make it it appear that Logan was knocked out. However, during the fight, it didn't look like that. Uh, the full clip, uh, you know, after the clip that they're showing on, you know, making the rounds on social media, you know, it looked more that, you know, Logan was alive and not knocked out. Oh, you're still alive when you're knocked out, Jeff. No, I know. But it looked like he was still alert enough to stay on. But the clip that they're showing sure does look like it, man. And Floyd got a couple of those punches in. And there were like two or three, maybe four big swings by Floyd that I thought for sh- <laughs> 10 years ago, he connects He connects with those. So, and maybe not, maybe not. Maybe, you know, I, who knows? I don't know. It was fun. It was worth 25 bucks. But man, somebody's paying some money out from Showtime. Because they're all supposed to get their cuts of that now. They're saying Originally, I read where you know, Floyd wasn't going to step into the ring for less than 10 million Now there's some reports that say he's already pocketed 30 million for the fight and that Logan was going to make around 20 million expected, but that's probably with pay-per-view money So I don't know what he got up front I don't know that Floyd steps in that ring and in that party without having 10 million in the back pocket and they're saying he's already pocketed 30 million on top of whatever the gate and all other all other sales for the event so it was fun and you know they you it, you know it was raining and that kind of stunk but I don't think it was I thought it was a I thought it was a fun event uh, you know it's fun to fun to watch fun to watch anyway and I'm sure Logan will say he won because he went the distance uh no No, uh, Floyd was busy schooling you after those eight rounds, Logan looked beat, man. He looked tired and beat up Floyd Mayweather looked like he was ready to go. Uh, another, another few rounds. I don't know, maybe like 15 rounds as a professional fight. I will say it was, you know, I mean, Logan had the size on him. It looked like Floyd was fighting the jolly green giant, (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know, there's a reason there's a weight class in boxing. That was fun. That was fun to watch them in the ring. But Floyd is, hello, Floyd Money Mayweather. He's the man, right? I mean, the man's already earned, I guess that what they say is he's earned over a billion dollars. And he's worth about $450 million right now. That's not bad. That's not bad. And Logan is probably well on his way. How much is Logan worth? Yeah, they're saying that Logan is worth, you know, maybe 19 million and you know that obviously will go up after last night. But uh so he's on his way. I mean I mean 19 million pff, nothing, right? I mean pff, I spit on 19 million dollars. <laughs> but, you know, he's worth a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So, let me ask you a question. Have you ever browsed on the internet in incognito mode. It's probably not as uh, incognito as you think. And why would it be? I mean, incognito mode, like the Chrome browser itself, is a Google product. And Google has pretty much made its fortune by tracking your movements online. There's even a $5 billion class action lawsuit against the company in California, where it's accused of secretly, secretly collecting user data, uh Google's defense incognito does not mean invisible. So <laughs> how do you actually make yourself as invisible as possible online? Express VPN. Now, I've obviously it turns out that even in incognito mode your online activity still gets tracked and uh the data brokers still get to buy and sell your data. One of these data points is your IP address. The data harvesters use your IP to uniquely identify you and your location, but with ExpressVPN, your connection gets rerouted through an encrypted server, and your IP address is masked. I love logging on and then having ExpressVPN tell me that it's uh, it's working. Uh, I love it. And that makes it harder for third parties to identify you Or harvest your data. Best of all, ExpressVPN, super easy to use. No matter what device you're on, phone, your laptop, smart TV, all you have to do is tap one button, instant protection. So if you really want to go to Incognito and protect your privacy, secure yourself with the number one rated VPN. Visit ExpressVPN.com. And if you'd like to get three extra months for free, Go to expressvpn.com slash Jeffy. Expressvpn.com slash Jeffy. Three extra free months when you go to expressvpn.com slash Jeffy. Quite a few little animal stories in the news today here on Chewing the Fat. We'll start with... A recall, a dog food recall. I know, I know. Sunshine Mills has issued a recall of some of its dog food products because, well, it's contaminated with salmonella. Ah, don't worry about it though. Your dog will be fine. Uh, Just be sick for a little while. The recall spun off some a flag that was raised by the Minnesota Department of Agriculture after it tested a sample of the company's five-pound bag of Sprout Sporting Dog Food came back positive for salmonella. I mean, what happens if the dog eats salmonella? I mean, you get a little diarrhea, some fever, some vomiting, some dehydration. Ah, whatever. Uh, Sure, sometimes if the dog is pregnant, you get a miscarriage. Sure, there's a little depression, skin disease, shock, other ailments. That's it, though. (laughs) So, don't use the product. Duh. So, there's a bunch of products that is being recalled. And it's the Sportsman's Pride Professional... 40 pound bag. These are all if used by October 2021. So look if you're part, if you use the Sportsman Pride Professional, Sprout Sporting Dog Food, uh, the Intimidator Chicken and Rice Formula Dog Food, the FRM Gold Select High Performance Dog Food. Do not feed your dog this stuff, okay? And it's sold, you know, in so many states around the country. So just be careful and be on the lookout if you have any of the ones that I mentioned or I guess you can always go to you know the USDA <laughs> look for recalls and check that old dog food aisle for recalls and uh, you should be pretty good. also very sad news in California. So apparently 3,000 eggs have been abandoned by birds. I guess uh, these elegant turn eggs, were abandoned the birds were on the beach nesting and laying their eggs and waiting for their babies to be born and then i guess a drone crashed and scared off the birds so two drones that were flown illegally over this bolsa Chica ecological reserve in huntington beach one of them went down in the wetlands and the old birds just got scared and took off takes a, just a little bit of a drone crash scares off 3,000 birds wow okay whatever so I guess you know fearing an attack from a predator several thousand turns abandoned their ground nest come on now one drone crashes and 3,000 birds on a beach take off uh, ooh, was it a military drone the, the size of an actual airplane cause that's the only way I would buy that but I guess they're all gone now. So it's called one of the largest scale abandonment of eggs ever at the coastal site. Uh, Okay. I mean, that I buy. But because of one drone crash? That's a... I don't know that I buy that. But, you know, okay. If you tell me that's what happened and they took off and now they're not coming back. All right. Whatever you say. So apparently you know, there's, there's rules and laws and you're not supposed to be anywhere near the beach during this time. And apparently uh, there's, you know, 1,500 acres of reserve. It's the largest saltwater marsh between Monterey Bay and the Tijuana River estuary in Mexico. Some 800 species of plants and animals live at or migrate here. So now they're pissed that there's people moving in And they're buying up these, what they call multi-million dollar homes, aren't they all in California, on the hillside at the north end of the reserve, and that overlooks the wetlands. And so the fish and wildlife warden, most residents uh, respect the sensitive nature of the estuary, but there are a few scofflaws. You bastards! Those are the ones that were flying those drones. And it's residents that sometimes feel entitled. They feel they should be able to use the land as they like. How dare they? How dare people think they should be able to use the land that they... Pur- <laughs> How they should override a bird. I won't hear of it. And neither will the Fish and Wildlife Warden, Nick Mosleberry. He will not have it. So they've been citing people for breaking the rules. And good for them. But it didn't help this time around. Because now there's 3,000 elegant turn eggs abandoned on the beach now maybe we can find you know 3000 dingleberries to go sit on the eggs and have them hatch. I don't know I don't know maybe if a human touches them now they'll never be right and we'll just feed them to the lizards or something don't let them go to waste and just sit there on the beach for nothing (laughs) okay please do something we got a mind sniffing rat in Cambodia has retired I guess maybe he got a gold watch and and off he goes. So five years of sniffing out landmines in Cambodia, this rat is retiring. No, he didn't get blown up. It's an African giant pouched rat. He's been the most successful rodent trained and overseen by a Belgian nonprofit to find landmines and alert his human handlers so the explosives can be safely removed. He won a British charity's top civilian award for animal bravery, and I mean he—it's usually just gone to dogs, but this time they felt that uh, Magawa uh, needed the award, and there's a picture of Magawa there. And my gosh, he looks like a like a beautiful, beautiful rat, and uh, he's still in good health but he's reached retirement age and is clearly starting to slow down. Yeah, we don't want to have him, you know, blow up because that would, you don't want to have a rat blow up. That would just be all wrong. So uh, he's the rats are bred specifically for this purpose, born in uh, Tanzania in 2014. And then in 2016, moved to Cambodia's northwestern city of Siem Rip, home of the famed uh, Angor Temples, to begin his bomb-sniffing career, uh, I don't know if the, I don't know if he, This is what he has dreamed of for his entire life to be a bomb sniffer, but that's what he's done. So now he'll have time. He'll have time to relax and not worry about it. He's going to be fed some food and have playtime every day and get regular exercise and health checks, and then everything will just be fine. And he'll he'll be released into a larger cage with facilities such as a sandbox and a running wheel. Man. Are you happy about retiring now? I could be outside sniffing for bombs in the wild, or I could be in my little box with a running wheel. Now, how bad do you want to retire? Huh? I know. And I know that landmines are a big deal. According to this story, 60 million people in 59 countries continue to be threatened by landmines and unexploded unexploded ordnance. In 2018, landmines and other remnants of war killed or injured 6,897 people. Wow! That, that's a lot. That's a lot. So, congratulations to Magawa, the mind-sniffing rat. Here's your gold watch. Thanks for your five years. Now get out. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cool to drink. <laughs> no, we appreciate it. Magawa, we appreciate it. Good Good work. Good work. Good work. hey congratulations ah. yes Harry and Megan had their new baby congratulations yes uh, Harry and Megan I guess it's still Prince Harry although I don't know why uh, they have had their new baby a little baby girl born at 1140 a.m. at Santa Barbara Cottage Hospital in Santa Barbara California on June 4th weighing in at seven pounds and 11 ounces. The child is eighth in line to the British throne. So it's still, while it's not a prince or a princess or whatever you want to call some title that they're going to give it, it's still eighth in line. (laughs) So congratulations. I'm sure love is just beaming. I saw big headlines about she's due to have the baby on Prince Philip's birthday. She's due to have the baby on Prince Philip's birthday. Nope. Didn't make it. Uh, Prince Philip's birthday I think was the the 10th of June. So there was no way she's holding out another week. And so Friday, June 4th. Congratulations to both Harry and Meghan. Gosh darn. I'm just so darn happy for him. I I could just I could just I don't know what I could do. I guess I could just scream. So the child is named Lilibet Lily Diana Mountbatten Windsor huh how about that name for a kid I love it Lilibet Lily Diana Mountbatten Windsor who's a good little girl get over here so they're paying tribute to the grandmother Queen Elizabeth whose family nickname is Lilibet and of course Princess Diana so Congratulations, man. It just makes somebody really, really happy. Ah, you know, good for them. I guess they're all safe and sound and 10 fingers, 10 toes. I don't know that anybody's seen the kid yet. So we don't know if the kid has 10 fingers and 10 toes, but I guess she does. So congratulations and (laughs) and congratulations and good for them. Also, congratulations to the uh, Italian artist who auctioned off his invisible sculpture for $18,300, 15,000 euros. Good for him. Good for him. Uh, Congratulations. The 67-year-old artist sculpture is immaterial, meaning that the sculpture does not actually exist. Wait what yeah it's an invisible sculptor oh okay um and you're paying for that yes now it comes with instructions uh to the purchase to the person who purchased it the sculpture must be displayed in a private home free of any obstruction in an area that is about five feet long by five feet wide and because the piece does not exist there are no special lighting or climate requirements There's another no special, uh, requirement. If I purchased your, (laughs) your invisible sculpture, uh, I'll put it any damn where I want, uh, because I now own it. So, all right. Yeah. I know that the vacuum is nothing more than a space full of energy. And even if we empty it and then there's nothing left, uh, according to the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, that noting nothing has a weight that therefore it has energy that it is condensed and transformed into particles that is unto us. So I, I, I get that. So I understand it makes uh, you know, a lot of sense. Now he said that when he decided to exhibit an immaterial sculpture in a given space, that space will concentrate a certain amount and density of thoughts at a precise point, creating a sculpture that, from my life will only take the most varied forms. And according to the artist, after all, don't we shape a god we've never seen? Huh. Yeah. Boy, that's that's something, huh? So anyway, congratulations for selling your sculpture that isn't, I'm sorry, your invisible sculpture for 18300 Dollars. i've put one online for those of you who can follow me on twitter and instagram and uh, facebook uh, twitter is at jeffyjfr facebook is uh, uh jeff fisher radio and instagram is jeff fisher radio i sold my invisible sculpture i put it up for sale this weekend for ten thousand dollars and I uh, put the uh, the photo that i posted of the invisible sculpture as an nft uh for five thousand dollars and you can you can bid on that now just go to my accounts send a bid send me a bid I'm, i'll i'll take i'll take a look at all all bids for my invisible sculpture and the picture of the invisible sculpture it could go to two different people but you know i'd like to have them both have one home but i'm happy if it goes to two people fine if more than one person can enjoy it then it brings more joy to my heart and if uh, the person who bought the invisible sculpture maybe the person who spent $100 on a chicken nugget, okay? So there was a chicken nugget for sale on eBay. started out at like 99 cents. And then uh, it got some news and started going up. So it was at $34,443.43 for this chicken nugget. Now, what made this chicken nugget great was its resemblance to a character from the mystery video game Among Us. Huh? I know. Now how much would you pay? Well, when it was at $34,443.43, the Twitter account of Among Us, the game, tweeted about it and said, Hey, uh... There's a $34,443.43 uh, Among Us Chicken Nugget on sale. And I don't know how to feel about it, but also I want it. And that drove up the price. And so as of Friday morning, Among Us McNugget had garnered 183 bids with the winning number going to 99999 hundred ninety-nine nine hundred. I can't even say that. I'm Joe Biden. All of a sudden, $99,997 for these chicken nugget. Now, you know, it was a BTS McDonald's BTS meal. We talked about that being new. It's, uh, you know, comes, it's 10 chicken nuggets, medium fries, Coke, two new dipping sauces, the chili and the Cajun it expired, you know, from, you know, South Korea but uh that comes with it as well its condition is used and it also that the nugget is going to be frozen and then sealed to ensure freshness freshness before shipping now according to the person who owns the mcnugget or owned the nugget he claims or or she claims that uh this probably won't go to the bidder because the bidder won't actually go through the per- with the purchase. There are lots of people who bid on things like this for the memes, and they don't really get it because they don't, I guess, have the money, and they're just bidding for something so that they can say that this particular nugget was at, you know, almost a hundred thousand, but they're not going to get it. So some of you that uh, you know bid lower, uh, hang in there, hang in there, you still might get it. <laughs> you still have a shot you're good so if you're jeff bezos's girlfriend lauren sanchez how you feeling today lauren how you doing give me a call call me or you know what? Email me chewing the fat at Let me know how you're doing, because I see where Jeff is going to be flying into space on his blue origin spaceship on the 20th of July. And he released a big video on his Instagram account that he offered his brother to come with him. <laughs> uh, so how's life with Lauren, Jeff? I mean, I know the wife is gone and the kids are out. Well, I mean, not really, but... Not really, but they are. Um, But I thought you and Lauren were the new couple. And I know that you sued her brother and all that kind of stuff and whatever. But, you know, you were still a couple. But you're not bringing her along for the ride? Lauren, yeah, I'm taking my brother. Yeah, we're going to go into space. I mean... We're gonna, we're excited, and uh, it's really something I've wanted to do my whole life. And you know what? I thought, what the heck? I'll bring my brother. <laughs> not you, though, Lauren. No, uh, you. No, you can watch on TV. I'll tell you what. I'll even give you a special little stream you can hook up to. Just log into you know slash jeff, and you'll uh, you know you'll be able to watch the takeoff and you know watch the ride. But you're not gonna be on the ship. New. That is not happening. So it's the New Shepard. It's going to launch from uh, Van Horn, Texas. That's approximately 100 miles east of El Paso. It's going to last around 30 minutes, it's going to fly passengers to the edge of space, and then it will uh, then get to unbuckle and float for three minutes before the capsule returns to Earth. So it's a space ride. He's going on the very first space ride. <laughs> Okay, we're there, unbuckle, float around, time's up, time to go back, wow. Now they're bidding for people to go on this flight right now and they've got like, I don't know, 6,000 bidders to go on this, 6,000 bidders, 143 countries. The live auction ends on the 12th of June. Uh, The highest bid right now? $2.8 billion, or $2.8 million, not billion, oh man, no, Uh, $2.8 million for a seat. Okay, Uh, okay, Uh, anyway, Lauren, my my question still stands, how you doing today, you okay? Because I know that Jeff really cares about you, but not enough to go to space with whatever you do, Lauren, don't go showing off on your OnlyFans account and go do some dry scooping because I don't want you get, I don't want you to feel bad and get something, you know, happen like, I don't know, a heart attack or something. Do you know what dry scooping is? No. Well, it, uh, it involves, and it's a called the dry scooping challenge. It involves the ingestion of a heaping scoop of undiluted supplemental energy powder Now, you know, the powder that's usually mixed with water or milk to make the drink before a a workout. So this uh, 20-year-old, according to this stripper and only fan star, said that she suffered a heart attack from dry scooping on her TikTok challenge. I know. I know. I know. What are you thinking? She said that uh, she did a dry pre-workout scoop because I saw it trending on TikTok. So, I did a short video, ended up in the hospital because I had a heart attack. Alright, after I took the pre-workout, I started to feel tingly and itchy all over my body, which wasn't a good feeling, but I googled it and it said I was. it was a normal side effect. So, I began to do my workout. I started to feel a heavy feeling in my chest and a slight pain, but it wasn't too bad. I thought, oh, maybe it's anxiety or a bad panic attack. So I decided just to ignore it and push through my workout. Yeah, that's what happened to me. That's exactly, that's almost, I mean, that's a mirror image of what happened to me. I thought, know what? I'm just going to, uh, that pain in my chest, I'm just going to get forget it and continue my workout. She said she later experienced the symptoms of a heart attack and called 911. She says the emergency personnel didn't take her seriously because she was about to start her job as a stripper. Come on now. Stop. Really? You're telling me that the cops and the EMTs were like, maybe it's anxiety because you're about to dance. But I don't have anxiety about dancing. At the time, I wasn't sure what my body was going through, but I knew something was way off. She said she was admitted to a hospital where she was told she suffered a minor cardiac episode and was released the next day. okay. Well, there you go. Good for you, be careful when you dry scoop right portillo um uh, I find the story where the cops and the EMts were telling her uh, uh maybe it's just anxiety no you don't that doesn't happen and uh, you 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 called nine one one and she says the emergency personnel didn't take her seriously because she was about to start her job as a stripper. Uh, how about, no, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Now, do I believe that maybe perhaps you didn't have a heart attack and you were just getting attention for your OnlyFans and TikTok page? Yes, I believe that. And I know that she claims that she was admitted to the hospital and claims she was told she suffered a minor cardiac episode, but... And she claims she was released the next day. Okay, so maybe she goes into the hospital or gets released the next day and was told, well, it's possible you had a minor cardiac episode. But I think this this story's all for show because she needed some extra OnlyFans account members. So, you know, good luck. Good luck. Brit, what's her name? Brittany Portillo, B-R-I-A-T-N-E-Y. P-O-R-T-I-L-L-O P-O-R-T-I-L-L-O. for those of you looking for her on OnlyFans. Maybe she should do the uh, new simple thumb test that can help indicate whether you're having, uh, whether you are going to have a hidden aortic aneurysm. Wait, what? Yeah, Uh, nobody wants the (laughs) hidden aortic aneurysm. Nobody, that's a fatal kind of thing. And so you don't want that. Now there's a self-conducted test proposed by experts affiliated with the aortic Institute at Yale, New Haven hospital. Okay. Well, I mean, who doesn't want to believe the experts from aortic Institute at Yale, New Haven hospital. Now, according to this, hold your hand. They did hold your hand up like, uh, you know, like you're doing Do your right hand. So you hold it up and it's like, uh, it's like the University of Michigan all right uh, the University of Michigan, like the state of Michigan, University of Michigan be right there uh, in Ann Arbor. Uh, I was like the state of Michigan, right? All right. So now this, they, they had 305 patients undergoing heart surgery. The patients were in treatment for disorders including ascending aneurysms, valve repair, and coronary artery bypass graftings. study found that the majority of aneurysm patients do not manifest a positive thumb-palm sign, but that patients who do have positive sign have a very high likelihood for harboring an ascending aneurysm. However, now, according to this, doesn't mean everyone who tests positive is an aneurysm carrier. So this may or may not work, but it is a test that gives you an idea. <laughs> <laughs> so you got your hand, you hold up your hand. You probably put it down already. So put it back up and you've got your hand uh, up like that, your right hand up. Like, you know, you're swearing with mean, your left hands on the Bible or, you know, whatever book you want to put it on and you have your right hand up and you swear to tell the whole truth. Nothing but the truth will help you God. I do. So you, if you take your thumb and you bend it across the palm of your hand. All right. You take your thumb and bend it across the palm of your hand. All right. Yeah, just like that. You see, yeah, just like me. Just do it just like I do. All right. Now, according to this, if you can flex your thumb as far as possible across the palm and it goes beyond the far edge of the palm, yeah, you're going to, you're you're hiding an aneurysm. That's right. That's an abnormal bulge that occurs in the wall of a major blood vessel that carries blood from the heart throughout the body. So being able to stretch the thumb in that way is an indication that a patient's long bones are excessively excessive and that their joints are lax. So these are possible signs of connective tissue disease throughout the body. But, you know, then again, Eh, you know, then again, it may or may not be proof that this could happen. So if you hold your hand up and you put your thumb across the palm of your hand, and it doesn't go all the way across, then you're fine uh, unless you're not. And now if you hold your hand up and your thumb goes all the way across to the other side, past your hand, then that's a sign that you're doomed or you're not. But either way, something may or may not happen. So be safe. So I think it was last week, maybe the week before, that we said that President Trump was going to get his Facebook and Instagram back. Uh, That's wrong. Uh Facebook has now extended former President Donald Trump's indefinite ban into a 2-year suspension that will end January 7th, 2023. Now how good do you feel? You feel safer? Good. And then at that time, they're going to reevaluate Trump's ban to assess whether the risk to public safety has receded. <laughs> yeah, cuz we don't want uh, a post on Facebook from Donald Trump to make anyone feel, you know, at risk of their safety. Ugh, sickening. Anyway, two more years at least. He's gone. I mean, he might as well just face it. It's over. And then I see this weekend where Twitter public policy, at policy, tweeted we are deeply concerned by the blocking of twitter in nigeria how many times i mean i know i don't live in nigeria so maybe i'm you know i'm i'm not as a strong proponent of nigeria as i should be but access to the free and open internet is an essential human right in modern history huh is that right twitter is that right We will work to restore access for all those in Nigeria who rely on Twitter to communicate and connect with the world. Hashtag keep it on. Yeah, isn't that nice of Twitter to be concerned about being blocked in a country when access to free and open internet is essential? And I do mean free and hashtag open internet is an essential human right in modern history isn't that interesting isn't that interesting yeah i hope that uh, no one in uh, in nigeria ever tweets any misinformation because then now you've got a problem but as long as as long as we're concerned about nigeria let's not concern ourselves with america shall we twitter <laughs> you know the mother country or at least what used to be the mother country. Not anymore, right? Yeah, that's what I figured. Go ahead. And for those of you that uh, don't subscribe to my YouTube channel, you uh, if you don't subscribe, you missed. I posted the uh, Flat Earth Dave interview uh, up on my YouTube channel this weekend, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You may have heard the podcast, but the, the uh, YouTube has video. That's what YouTube does. I know, and so you get to see Dave uh, hawk his flat earth world, and uh, maybe it'll turn you around. Maybe you listen to the podcast and you think, you know, I don't really buy it, but if you see the video, yeah, maybe it maybe it turns, your, turns you around. You say, oh my gosh, yes, now I'm a flat earther. And that's what I asked Dave to do, is bring me to the dark side. And I mean, after you watch the video, you may you may go to the dark side. And then again, you may say, no, that's crazy. Dave, the earth is round. Either way, give a listen to uh, Flat Earth Dave on my YouTube channel, Chewing the Fab with Jeff Fisher. And you can listen to it as well, still, if you haven't already, uh, the podcast. But uh, I recommend the video of that. Has anyone checked on Cher? Uh, has anyone checked on Cher? Is she okay? Because I saw that she tweeted out on Saturday... Uh, that, uh, this tweet got me really concerned. I mean, I know we're all for an open and free internet and communication on Twitter, but maybe somebody needs to look in on her, I think she got really high and didn't know where she was. I guess she made it. She finally got home, which is good, but somebody needs to go check on her. She tweeted, just got home from long ass day at work. It was so cool. Girls are going to lose it. Lots of people, PPL, may like it. I was dancing around to River Deep Mountain High. Swati, sweetie, S A W E T I E, gave me the coolest gloves. I put them on and danced around the RV. We took pics of our nails. Hers were way cooler. I just want to be sure that she's okay. Cause that did not sound like she, that sounded like she was still traveling on some kind of really, really high drug. And maybe that's just me. Uh, having been there before, it's been quite some time. I'm concerned as a, as a woman who is starting to get up there in age 75 now. You know, it's not uh, those are the ages when you don't necessarily want to continue to do the drugs you normally did in the past. But I just know that this sounds like okay, uh, Cher, you need to come down. You need to come down off of whatever you're taking because, wow, just somebody, please, for her safety, go check on Cher. Thank you.